Welcome back to the TFM Bet Show. It's quite a weekend. Um, I mean, you're sitting here off the back of a surgical six hitting. It was a wild weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely go over what happened Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But coming off fresh, hitting the surgical six, recouping the units I lost from this weekend was the cherry on top of a roller coaster of events. I definitely needed it. And talk, talk me through the, the surgical six for this weekend. Because, you know, obviously wasn't plus a thousand people. People are bitching. But it's like, walk me through this surgical six. Because we were sitting on the couch. And, you know, we did we did the 10-hour live stream on the Twitch. Shout out Bucket Sports. Make sure you guys go check it out. So we watched every game together. We oh, watched yeah. the full surge six together. Oh, yeah. And we got to the Cowboys game. And I think it might have been Shelly or someone said to you, like, how are we feeling? And you were like, I knew we'd get to the Cowboys. So talk me through this specific surgical six because, you know, Lamar goes down. You might chalk the Ravens. Huntley brings you back. Like, you know what I mean? Talk me through the teams you picked. Obviously, you had to pick some favorites. But, you know, at the end of the day, when one goes through the basket, one goes through the basket. Nobody's complaining. Yeah, full story. Walking out of Jerry's World on Saturday, it's about 4 o'clock, knowing I got to go home and cook up the third six, right? And I have just lost about 15 units on TCU, not rushing the ball at the one-yard line with uh, Max Duggan. So I'm in shambles right now, and I'm supposed to go home and figure out what six teams are winning in the NFL. So I was looking at the slate. I was trying to construct the perfect masterpiece of a six-teamer. But it was hard because it was either a pick em or minus 400s on the slate. Mm. And there was not a single dog that I looked at and was like, you know what? I see them actually winning outright. And the only one I did was the Bengals. That's why I didn't take the Chiefs. In the six, I took them straight on a straight bet, but right now I've just the Chiefs are like the Chargers for me. I can't pick the right side of them, and so I cooked up a six legger, and I said to myself, you know what, you haven't hit one all year, you got to see one go through, especially after a weekend like you had. Just pick six winners and don't look at the plus a thousand. If it's plus eight hundred, eight fifty, that puts the food on the table, and so I just looked at the slate, found six teams that I was willing to just go to the grave with that we're going to win outright and sure enough it did and yeah people are bitching it wasn't plus a thousand sure you hit a six legger all right i needed to see one go through the basket it's been over a year since i've hit a surge six so i had to do what needed to be done and the coins came back no i mean it was huge and you know at the end of the day like i just said when one goes through the basket one goes through the basket. You know, if it's a bank shot game winner, if it's a floater game winner, if it rolls around the rim a hundred times and falls, at the end of the day, you look back, it's green, you know? Exactly. I got my confidence back. I mean, no one can say now that I haven't hit a six yet. So, I mean, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable going into the rest of the season. I might throw, fuck around and throw a plus 300 in there next week. <laughs> we'll never know. But I got my swagger back. <laughs> All right. So he's back. Um, but let's start at the top of the weekend, right? I mean, USC, Utah. Let's just start there. We know we ended the week in the green yeah. on Sunday, but it was a long road. <laughs> it was a roller coaster to get into the green on Sunday. So let's start on Friday. USC, Utah. Oh my. We're once again sitting on the couch. And pissed. With, you, with a USC money line ticket in our pocket. Caleb Williams comes out, there's 196 yards in the first quarter. I think it was maybe the first half. We're sitting there going, 
Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Like, we got him. We got him. We're up 14 to 3. I'm like, dude, USC might have been the freest bet I've made all year. Like, we got him. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and our narrative, him. our narrative when we were on this goddamn couch was pick the teams that are going to go and do their jobs. I really didn't think Lincoln Riley was going to go into that game and lose again against the second the second time this year against the same team, bro. How, like, this is, this is my thing. This is my thing. Why it was so frustrating for me, I feel like, and, you know, you might have been in the same boat, is I love a narrative bet. Yeah. And the narrative when the game is that big and the expectations are that high and your school could be back and you've got the Heisman, you win that game, you're in the college football playoff. Why in the world would I want to sit there and bet on Utah and lose my money with the sharps and lose my money and have to look myself in the mirror if USC won and go, why didn't I just pick the team that had it all on the line? The game was over before it even started, to be completely honest with you. Similar to the TCU game. When I saw that USC went to plus chick right before kickoff, plus 100 odds to win that game from being favorites since the second that line came out, game was over. I knew it. You knew it. I knew it. We both looked at each other. And we said, this shit ain't hit. Shit is not hitting, bro. And I've never been more disappointed in a team, honestly, with USC because I felt like the game was right there. But like you said, let's go to TCU. I wish, actually, I wish I would have saw Caleb Williams' fingernails before that game started. If I knew that, that he, he had fuck Utah on his fucking fingernails, bro. Well, I'm he's ca- done that for every big matchup. I'm cashing out. He's done that for every big matchup. I didn't see the fingernails pregame. Where he puts the thing. I like the fingernail move. I think it's good. He does that for every big matchup. I think it should be something a little more motivational than fuck whatever the other team is, you know? Yeah. I I feel like that's douchey. I think for the chicks, you know, for the photo, it looks tough because when you're holding the ball, it says fuck Utah. It would be cooler if if it was something else. I feel like fuck Utah is soft. Stay protected. Like something. Trojans. Yeah, or like fight on even would have worked, you know? Like for fuck's sakes, you know? That's how our minds work. Totally different. (laughs) Totally different, dude. Um, All right, but now we're on. So Friday, we start in the mud. Mud, swimming. And this should have been a fucking weekend of glory. (laughs) Friday, we start in the mud. Let's move to Saturday. We go to Jerry's World. TCU takes on Kansas State. Pre-game, we're all over TCU. Oh, my God. I mean, this is carbon copy of what happened 24 hours before we got we're in the suite first of all suite was fantastic fantastic shout out the two gentlemen who won the giveaway uh who came had no idea who anyone else was in the suite but they won the giveaway they came out had a grand time and they were absolute homies uh so that was a great time getting to meet them and hang out with them however the game like the usc game this game was over before it started obviously the game was unbelievable but when the frogs went to plus chicky i turned to my boy javon and he was firm on this game being the frogs all the way like all week he was like stay confident i promise you they're gonna win and javon you know he's always a guy that stays true and he's very honest and he's very smart about sports betting so i value his opinion a lot when i turned him when i turned around looked at him three minutes before kickoff and i said dude the frogs are now plus chicky. And he goes, I'm not going to lie, bro. That one fucking scares me. And that's when I knew. I was like, holy fuck. 
And make no mistake, we sat next to each other during the game at the suite. And when that happened pregame, I said, yo, they're plus 100. I'm about to put a couple of units yeah. on that. Oh, yeah, you knew. And, and we were like, let's do it. And I nuked it. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, I'm not going to sit in this suite with my balls in my shorts. I'm putting them on the table. Yeah. And I'm taking the goddamn frogs. Yeah. I had all the intentions to put 3K on the frogs. And I was strategically waiting until seconds for kickoff to see if the line was going to do exactly what it did for USC. And sure enough, it did. And so that's what stopped me from putting 30 units on TCU. And I said, you know what? Don't absolutely drown yourself in fucking piss and the frogs lose. Put a healthy 10 units on it and hope the coins come home. And that's a what I did. A healthy 10 units. Yeah. Keep the health in order. Yeah. 10 units on the money line. But it felt like the game was there. It was. We come out of the gates scoring first, bro. We were so bricked up. Dude, I, I was on top of the world. Like, you literally couldn't tell me anything else. And then, and then the game started. And it felt like exactly like USC came out the gates yep. firing literally firing the heat is on we score first we're going fucking nuts we're in the suite we're drinking cranberry vodka like a bunch of like a bunch of sorority girls feeling ourselves that's all they had it's all they had it was good we'll take it we'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> hey man we'll take I love, it i love me a cranberry vodka and a ball game yeah yeah i mean you can't beat those two <laughs> you can't beat those two that's an ideal matchup but it felt like the game was right fucking there it was and kansas we, state comes out they start playing their game. Deuce Vaughn's getting going. The warning signs start coming. Mm -hmm. But then Max Duggan legacy drive with two minutes left. Score and the extra point conversion. We're tied. Dude, that was unbelievable. I mean, the fact we even came storming back. I, I believe it was 21 to 10 at one point. And obviously that had me in shambles at half. As every game this year with the Frogs did. So there was still... There was still hope and faith because I've been going through it all year. The Frogs and Max making unbelievable comebacks. And he did. But there were so many plays in this game where we lost it. Whether it was, you know, missed throws, the fumble, that interception in the end zone on that rinky-dink lob, bro. That was the game. That was the game. We score there. We take the lead. Get a stop. Game's over. And it felt like on a play like that where clearly he's throwing a fade. Yep. to the back of the end zone. You got to put more mustard on it. You got to, bro. Because if you miss him, have it be long. Yeah. You can't throw that short. No. And we could have took the three, bro. We could have took the fucking three. <laughs> Instead, we throw it short. And we're walking away with no points. Zero points. I was heartbroken. I was shattered. I, uh, I was literally hiding in the bathroom after that pick. I went into the sweet bathroom and just sat there. And don't get it twisted. We were trying everything during game time. Yeah. We had Trent stand in the back. We had Trent at a table. We had Lauren come down and sit next to me. We had extra vodka in the vodka cranberries. <laughs> we tried everything from an outside being on the goddamn field with cleats on so to turn this game around. When we were down double digits, that was when I was really in shambles because I'm thinking to myself, like, holy fuck, there's no way we're going to make the playoffs. Because we're down double digits right now to K-State. The committee's going to find a way to squeak in fucking Bama somehow. But then when we started closing that deficit, I started to, you know, get a little more reassurance that things were going to be okay. But uh, obviously, you know, we would have been, it would have been nice to walk out of that building with the championship dub. But we're still in the fucking playoff, baby. And we deserve it. I mean, you deserve it. 
Michigan's going to be a tough matchup. I'm looking forward to talking about that a little later in the week. But before we move any further, let's talk about overtime. <sighs> Legacy drive. Legacies. Two-point conversion. Legacy. I am now sitting there 200% confidence that we're winning this game. Yeah. Momentum going into halftime. And where do dogs go? To die. In halftime. They go to die or in overtime. They go to die in overtime. Dogs go to die in overtime. That is what it's built. That's what it's meant for. TCU was the favorite going into the game. Obviously became the dog at kick. But now I'm thinking this is where Kansas State dies. Yep. And we start the overtime so fucking well. I know. Max is making plays. He's using his feet. He's using his arm. We're on the one. We're on the on third down. One yard line on second down. With the best running back in the Big 12. And a quarterback who knows how to fucking get a yard. I have never felt more confident. <laughs> when I tell you, if you told me Max Duggan and Kendra Miller at the one in overtime with a chance to win the game, I wouldn't even turn the game on. Yeah, the odds were probably minus 2,000 for them to fucking get a yard. Wouldn't even turn the game on. Bro, I'll, I will never forget that. Jerry's world is where dreams go to die. And what happened? Stuffed. Like a turkey on Thanksgiving, that shit was stuffed. Dude. Shambles. I've never seen a team like that not be able to get that yard. Shambles, bro. And even going for it on fourth, I was like, all right, maybe a QB sneak now. Let's just put, let's put the guys behind him. Let's put the guys behind him. Dude, you know what's absolute pain? One of my boys had $1,000 on TCU to win the, Big 12 turn, or win the Big 12 championship before the season to win like 17,000. And to think that, the season we had, the roller coaster it was, to have that bet for 17 racks come down to a yard is sickening. Sickening. I felt bad. And to for not him. get it. And to not get it. To not get it. Like a bet that lasts a whole fucking year comes down to a yard. Sick. And be honest, be honest, be honest. First of all, first of all, it was a goddamn touchdown. That's what I want to say, first of all. First of all, it was a goddamn touchdown. He was in the fucking end zone. He was. You can see in the picture. Clear as day, he's line. across that fucking line. Ball over line. So, Big 12, I want a reimbursement. Please. Hit my bookie up. The units are so low. Because I want a reimbursement. That was a fucking touchdown. That was, that was a toddy. But we don't get the touchdown. No. Talk me through what you were feeling, because I'm going to tell you exactly how I was feeling. We're fucked. We're fucked, bro. I fucked. mean, they need a field goal to win, and they already start on the 25. So fucked. I was like, it's over. Holy fuck. And I was like, you know, college kickers, maybe in the back of my head, I'm going, maybe he'll shank in the front. Fucked. Could you imagine? Kid him? steps up. Drains. Drained it. it. Drained it. Drained it. And sitting there, sit, I felt like D Stephon Diggs watching the fucking chief celebrate. <laughs> I'm watching the goddamn confetti fly over my head, dude. In piss. And it hurt even more because the confetti was purple. The confetti was purple, bro. Everything was purple. It's the same goddamn color. <laughs> it's the same color. No, but that hurt. So now, like we were talking about the weekend, Friday and Saturday, we're literally drowning. Drowning in so much piss, bro. And then we try to get the units back with a late night sharp read on Purdue, huh? The late night coin back piece? No. <laughs> I 
That shit was about as cookie as it gets, bro. Were you with the Sharps? Oh, yeah. I was wanting to eat some steak with the Sharps, drowning in piss with the Sharps. And, uh, and um, you know, make no mistake, I did make a bozo pack of USC TCU Moneyline. Should have known that was dead the minute I placed it. Yeah. I was going to do the same two-piece nuke, but I was like, let's just take it one by one. So I nuked both trade, which probably cost me more units. And after the game, obviously you had to go home, craft the surge. I drowned myself at, at Texas Live. <laughs> Just got obliterated at the bar at Texas Live. Ran into Kelly in Vegas, huh? <laughs> Did run into Kelly in Vegas. She was cool. She was cool. Fuck Yo. Kansas State, but she was cool. She was cool. Um, we, like, I don't even know if you want to talk about it, but... <laughs> Let's just move on. Sure. Right. <laughs> Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> no, nah, she was cool. Hammered, but she was cool. She was cool. Um, Texas State can go fuck themselves, but uh, beautiful women though. Texas at uh, beautiful women at Kansas State. Shout you out. Um, Not like TCU though. Gorgeous. No, I mean, well, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you, man. Everything was fucking purple. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. As like a neutral fan, but having a bet on TCU, I was fucking lost, dude. <laughs> Everyone that came up to us or that was just like hanging out, I didn't know if it was fucking Kansas State or TCU because there's no difference in the goddamn purples. Dude, some kid before the game or after the game was like coming up to me like, Trent, Trent, what's up, dude? It was always the cats, man. It was always the cats. You mind if I get a picture? I'm like, Bozo, if you don't back the fuck up, I'm going to sock your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad, bro. I just lost the most heartbreaking bet and game of my life. And you're coming up to me saying it was always a fucking cat and you want a photo? Fuck out of here. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, meanwhile, I'm at Texas Live and I got kids coming up to me being like, so do you get to pay for my drink now, the Kansas State one? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you should be paying for mine after all this yeah, piss. Yeah, dude. I was like, how about you buy me a drink because your team fucking won, dude. <laughs> um, but so, like, I was saying, we started the weekend in fucking piss. We rolled into the NFL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we went through the games last episode, and I don't think I got a single one right. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. The same thing happened on the couch, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It did. I mean, I told you we were going to be here on Monday talking about, why the fuck are we taking the Titans in Philly? And what happened? What happened is I got to put a goddamn Halloween costume yeah, on Yeah, so we'll figure out the Halloween costume for the next episode. Um, but yeah, no, this slate was a don't overthink it. We're in week 13. Teams are separating themselves from the pack for the playoffs. They need to win. And there was one dog who won on the whole slate. Um, so, I mean, this was a week where I had to hit the surgical six. If it didn't hit this week... Oh, I was I was not going to be in a good spot because there's been two weeks like this in the NFL season where like not even a single dog sniffed a win. Um, and when I didn't hit those weeks, it f would follow up with like the biggest fluke shit week ever. So watch out this week. Dogs are going to be barking. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had to get in my bag for this one. And let's let's talk about the underdog game. Mm. Bengals Chiefs. Why the fuck are we taking Pat Mahomes no. away from fucking home with the narrative that he's going to fucking bounce back, dude? Joe Burrow doesn't give a fuck. 
Jamar is back. I know he doesn't get in the end zone, but when those two are on the goddamn field, why, why, why am I betting against him, dude? Dude, no, no. Travis Kelsey didn't even put his fucking cleats on till the third quarter. Dude, that, it was the right pick, and I can live with that. I can live with those lost units because the Chiefs gave that one away. They did. Watching Samaj P. Ryan run down my throat. Yeah. Joe Burrow sling the ball, sitting there going, I am really going to be the only better on social media to have a favorite that loses on a slate where one dog wins. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, I live with that loss. The Chiefs should have won that game. They're the better team. I know traveling to Cincy, rematch, huge game. That, game, that matchup gave me PTSD the, the moment I saw it uh, on the slate. Obviously, one of the biggest bets I've ever lost was the Rams, Chiefs, Bozo pack in the uh, playoffs last year. And obviously, Mahomes sold that fucking, you know, lead. And uh, I figured, you know, this is a huge redemption spot. This is a pivotal game to separate themselves in the AFC West. Um, so I had no problem, you know, losing those units because I, I felt like I made the right bet. And sometimes that's okay, you know. And I, just, I can't stand the hindsight guys that are like, it was always the Bengals. Yeah. What are you doing taking the Chiefs? Facts. You know, fuck, I'm sitting here in mud. Yeah. Fucking mud, dude. Yeah, mud. 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 Like, stop being such assholes, all right? <laughs> but we turn to the legacy game of the slate. Legacies. I'm on the couch, drowning. Literally drowning. If you were watching the live stream, I was drowning. Hood on, hat low, drowning. Not saying a word. I'm down... About a number of units that's got four digits. It's Cowboys Colts. The spread is ten and a half. And we're sitting on that couch. You have a surge six. Basically hit ticket sitting in your pocket with Cowboys money line ready for the tub. Yep, I'm ready to be tucked and to hit the hot tub with a winning surge six ticket in my back pocket. And I look at you with my phone out. With a certain number on the Cowboys minus 10 and a half. And I go, should we do it? Is this the spot where I get out of piss and place the biggest singular bet I've ever placed in my life? Is this the spot? Is this the spot where Dak comes through and you sat there with the world begging, begging you to hedge a surge six package by taking the Colts? And being a fucking coward. And you sat there and you said, I'm with you. Yeah. I was actually very impressed. This was a pivotal, pivotal moment in Mikey Over's betting career. This kid was down more units than I've ever seen him down before. And he shows me the number. And I go, holy shit, you're actually in piss. You need to get out of the hole. And you're not going to be Venmo and shit when Monday comes around. And so... He shows me his uh, pre-placed bet slip and goes, am I pulling trig on the Cowboys to pull us out of piss? And I looked at him. I said, you know what? I'm matching, and we're getting out of piss. So we doubled down. Yeah, I don't want no Colts plus 10.5 or a hedge piece or maybe a middle if I'm lucky. Nah, fuck all that. The Colts were always going to get bitched on primetime. They were so due to get bitched on primetime. The Cowboys were so due for a fucking splooge fest on primetime. 
and everything just fell to fell to place. And uh, Mikey got out of piss. I'm very proud of Mikey. <laughs> you know, when you're in the hole, there's always a, there's always a will and a way. Will and a way, dude. And make no mistake, we also had CD Lamb first touchdown. That was electric. Shout out to Gut Will. I'm so pissed, man. I knew it was going to be CD, bro. I, I said it before the game, and I switched up, went to my old reliable fucking tight ends, which haven't been hitting lately. They haven't. No, they haven't. I, I, don't, I don't trust the tight end on, on primetime. And that anymore. tutty from CD was massive for the Goat Whale. He should have had probably another one, but fucking Gallup wants to be Jerry Rice and snag two. That second one was nuts. Yeah, I know. The fade in the corner. Oh. And shout out, you know, you think the goat ain't throwing 36 tonight. But <laughs> um, You really, truly think the goat ain't throwing 36 for the goat whale? You just, you could make big steps tonight. Big steps could be made tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. But no, it, it was a message for all of you out there that think it's too late, that think the night is gone, that think you're Venmoing when you wake up in the morning, back against the wall, go be great. Go be great. Go get those units back. There's always a way. Before we move on, I want to just say that uh, Huntley on the Ravens is fucking him. I love you, man, for saving the surgical six. Lamar goes down in the first quarter, bro. I was already in piss early. The Trojans steal coin. The Frogs stole my coin. And here I am on fucking Sunday at 12 o'clock. The slate just started. And the biggest favorite on the whole card just had their starting quarterback go down. I was in piss. And Huntley comes out. Puts his balls on tape, not a single touchdown for fucking three and a half quarters. One minute left in the game. Legacy drive. Legacy. I mean, talk about a legacy drive. <laughs> and you know what he did? He rushed up the middle on the one fucking yard line and won the game. Frogs, come on now. Uh, but Huntley, you are him. I love you for saving the surgical six. Um, what else was there? What else was in the morning slate? Oh my God! I'm the Vikings blanking. came through for you. The Vi- Oh my God! The Vikings yeah. and Jets. Holy shit! What a sweat. The Vikings. I mean, I thought the game was wraps early. Of course, Meemaw's always around, and uh, the Jets. You know, were just flirting with that amazing comeback the entire fourth quarter. Oh, and um, with that too. Yo, shout out Dolphins fans, right? Tune on MVP, most accurate <laughs> quarterback. Sure, man. Dog in San Francisco. Sure, man. Jimmy G goes down. Brock Purdy comes in. Great defense. Sure, man. How about you fucking move the ball and cover, dude? If I see one more goddamn video or tweet on my fucking timeline about this Dolphins team, dude, like I've had enough. You just lost to fucking Brock Purdy and you couldn't move the ball. Dude. I don't give a fuck about that goddamn defense, dude. I don't give a fuck. If two is that good and that accurate, you have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. Put it in their fucking hands. Brock Purdy! <laughs> Again, we get to the afternoon slate, and I, after getting through a roller coaster morning slate, we get to the afternoon. Jimmy G goes down in the first quarter, and I'm already in shambles again. And so Jimmy G goes down, and now I'm like, holy fuck, we got to fucking fight back in this one. And uh, thank God, bro, we came through. I hated that Niners pick, but after having sharps in, my, in our house the entire weekend and crabs and Javon, they were like, bro, Meet on table, team that's winning tomorrow, don't care what anyone says, it's the 49ers. And they laid the juice. They had like two racks on the money line. I'm like, okay, they're willing to put balls on table this much. I got to put them in the six. 
Yeah, and the Dolphins felt like the, the public dog. Where it was Such like, a square And play, I fell bro. for it because fuck you, Dolphin fans. All I see is you guys talking about how good this fucking team is. Fuck dog on the, the road, Jimmy G goes down. Fuck you guys. Frauds. Frauds. I would love to see that team try to make a run in the playoffs. I love Mike McDaniel, but that team fucking sucks. sucks. Um, all right, let's move on. We got some games on the board. Let's talk about it. Monday night football. Saints travel into the Bucks. Bucks are minus three. The Bucks are five and six. Saints are four and eight. I'm going to tell you right now. I have yet to sit on this couch and spoon feed you a winner on primetime. <laughs> I have yet to sit on this couch and be sharp to the point where when we look back on a clip, I don't get called the fucking bozo. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, it might be the Saints plus three. Bro. Bro. It might. Bro. This line is so short. Oh, my God, dude. Can we just be better? Bucks? Can we be better, Mikey? You think the GOAT is losing at home on primetime to the fucking Poverty Saints? Why is this line three? Oh, my God. What are you trying to go beat? Steak with the Sharps? Yeah, we just got a fucking master class this weekend of being a goddamn sharp and looking at the line. First time on primetime, I look at the line and go, that seems fucking weird. Nah. Because nah. I clearly can't get a read. And immediately I went, I would take the Bucks to seven. The Bucks have looked better in the last three, four weeks. Have they so not? We're taking, are, are we taking the Bucks? I'm um, nuking Bucks. That's how you start the week off with a fucking W. The Bucks. What's the spread? Three. Three. That's a Meebon number. That is a three and a half or three? Three. Three flat. That's a money line piece. Give me the money line. I'll figure out what my other parlay piece will be. But I, Bucks are winning that game. Leave, get the points out of the equation. You know me. They're winning that game. They're not losing. I'll put meat on tape for that. Okay. All right. Who's playing quarterback Bucks. tonight for the fucking Saints? It's probably, is it not Andy? If Jameis oh gets it back, it's fucking over. Dude, you're telling me you're going to sit on this couch, bro? You want to get better with your records and spoon feed me a winner? You're going to take Andy fucking Dalton on primetime. My guy. It Can feels like when I want to go right, go left, I want to fucking nuke the Bucks. Yeah. So I got to go Saints. I mean, I don't blame you, but I'll be on the Bucks. All right, it's the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bucks. It's the Bucks. All right. So moving on, other than that, you know, not a lot of really great games. We'll kind of look at it a little bit. Honestly, some... honestly, I'm glad. I need, I need a break after the just so much insanity from the weekend, you know? No, yeah, I agree. Tonight will be a good, like, let's see, go through some progressions, make the right moves. Make the right moves. Yeah. Um, but not a lot of big games on. The only college basketball game I really want to talk about, looking ahead to Tuesday, Illinois plays Texas in Texas. Ah. That's going to be a great game. Number two in the country versus number 16. Texas is the favorite. What's the spread? No spread out yet. No spread out yet. Um, but you know Texas is going to be the favorite at home. But this Illinois team likes to ask questions. No, Illinois is good. Uh, they played Maryland this weekend where I also tried to get some units back, took them on the money line. Uh, they sold. ended up losing. They sold. sold. They were right there within range, and uh, they just let it slip. Um, you know, I'm not rushing to bet this game or anything like that, but I don't know. Could be Illinois with the points. Could be. I agree. I agree, which yeah. I think, which I feel like is going to be a hot take for the public. I feel like the public's going to be like in Texas. It's in UT. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. 
It's gonna no, it's gonna be a sweaty one. Meanwhile, it's gonna have to be courtside if we cover. If there's ever a time to actually, you know, test the waters and take a sharp bet, it's with college basketball. And I will say, shout out my dog Crab Bets. I'm drowning in piss in overtime at the TCU game. And he looks at me and he's got a the fattest fucking K-State ticket in the whole suite. He looks at me, he goes, Trent, listen, I know you're drowning in piss. I know you just didn't score at the one, but I really want to help you get your units back. Uh, I'm going to need you to lock in Rutgers money line right now. And I'm looking at the fucking scoreboard in Jerry's world. I'm like, Krabs, bro, I ain't fucking thinking about Rutgers right now, man. I'm in shambles over the frogs. Legacy pick. And he goes, Trent, shut up, bro. Open your book, take Rutgers money line for at least 300 bucks. Legacy like, pick. I was like, all right, bro, fuck, dude, I'll take it. I forget who they were playing, uh, but they were like plus chicky at home. They ended up winning by 15. Legacy I'm pick. I'm like, holy fuck, dude, that was so sharp. Legacy pick. I was like, it, feel, it felt good to be with the Sharps and actually win coin. <laughs> that was, no, that, that was a legacy pick. Yeah. All right, move on. The Sneak Nuke presented by Prize Picks. I have my two squares. It's going to be both on Monday night. I want Alvin Kamara more than his rushing and receiving. I feel like that Bucks defense, that Bucks line does not look great. I think he's probably going to have a monster game, which is kind of why I like the three. Because if Alvin Kamara has a fucking busty-ass game, we're looking at a, a different game. Kamara Christmas, huh? <laughs> and then I also would like Mike Evans over his receiving yards. Mm. Those are my two. Okay, okay. Those are my two. I mean, you really think the goat ain't throwing one and a half tutties? Done. Give it to me. You, I mean, you have to. For the goat whale. You're obligated, yeah. For the goat whale, Tom Brady over one and a half touchdowns. And here comes the kicker prop. No. <laughs> Fuck the kicker props, bro. Those have been stealing coin. I was trying to be so sharp with those on the, on the pod. No. They All right, so what, what's the last square? I want to take Chris Godwin over receptions. Oh. Yes. Let's go. I like it. I don't know what the number is, but he's been, uh, he's been going lately. He's on my fantasy team. On both my fantasy teams, so I've been obviously keeping up with a lot of what he's doing. No, I love that. Uh, obviously, hasn't you know wasn't great in the beginning of the year. He was hurt, missed a few games. He's in his bag now. Tom's going to him. I like that Evans prop. I think he can, it takes what two, three big two. plays for him. He's gonna get there. He's gonna get his. Godwin though in the red zone, uh, he's been getting those receptions, and he also is a big play threat as well. So no, give me it. give me Tom Brady doubling down on uh, Chris Godwin receptions. Done. That's a prize picks nuke of the night. I love it. We got Evans more than his yards. We got Alvin Kamara more than his rushing and receiving. We've got Chris Godwin receptions. And we got the GOAT over one and a half passing touchdowns. That's one I can 100% get behind on both of our sides. And normally, we do a TFM two-teamer. Not a lot of games on the slate. But I feel like we might be able to find a two-teamer in here somewhere. For you, I'll let us take the Bucks money line. Thank you. As the first leg. Thank you. But I want... I want you to say it, just in case. <laughs> um, no, yeah, let's go ahead and take the Bucks money line. <laughs> All right, clip that, just in case. <laughs> just in case. All right, Bucks money line. I'll add the second leg. I really want to go Mavs money line because I'm going to the game. I love. Whoa, 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 Mavs ML. Mavs ML. We were just talking before the show, bro, about how we lent, leaned on this game. You said Mavs are minus three. Got to take the Suns, right? But it's a little sketchy on the road at plus Chicky. We looked at each other. I said, bro, the Suns have been playing really well. Great team basketball. Their stars are heating up. 
Booker's in his bag. Aiton's not being a fucking bitch. Campaign is filling in for uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, who's fucking... Dude, I wonder what that dude's dinner was like on Friday night, for fuck's sakes. But campaign she knew. is... She knew. <laughs> I just want everyone to know. She knew. You think she knew? No, she knew. She had to know. No, she knew. She had to know. She knew. Bro, I, if we're going to this game together, I will more than likely be on the fucking Suns and fading the Dallas Lucas. The Dallas Lucas, I mean, there's no other, there's nobody else who's fucking doing anything besides Lucas. All right, scrap the two teamer. <laughs> scrap the two teamer. I don't, I, I feel like, I feel Dude, like we're going to force something. Wouldn't it be fucking surgical if we took the, the, the favorite Bucks with the plus Jicky Suns? And then we round it off the two teamer. <laughs> what are we rounding it off with? By the way, SGA plays tonight. Don't forget. What if I told you we were going to round off the two-teamer with the Oilers money line? Oh, my. Who are they playing? The Washington Capitals. Oh, <laughs> the Caps. In Edmonton. The Oilers are fucking bozos, but I'm down. All right, that's a two-teamer. TFM two-teamer, <laughs> Bucks money line, Suns plus three, and the Oilers money line. Two teamers. Two teams. Um, all right, I mean, that's, that's kind of the end of the show. Last thing I want to talk about really, really, really quick. Deion Sanders signs are Colorado. They're back. I don't know, man. I saw that team play in person against Washington uh, two weeks ago. It doesn't matter. He, they're back. He's coming. That was the worst football team I've ever laid my eyes on. Dude, to stand up in front of a team that you're saying is the worst football team and for him to just stand there and go, I'm coming. No, I mean. And by the way, I'm bringing my luggage. <laughs> and it's Louie. Oh, yeah. And the more of you that want to get in the portal, the better. Yeah. Because I'm going to have more spots I need to fill. Yeah. They're back. No, I mean, he's obviously a guy that can change the program overnight. Don't get me wrong. He's got his hands full with this team because I've never seen a worse football program in the history of the game. I'm all in on the buffs. I think Shadori might be a Heisman candidate next year. Um, and I fully believe the buffs are back within the year. We'll see. Pac-12 future ticket. I'm going to nail it. Wow. That's bold. Oh, yeah. That is bold. All right, folks. This has been TFM Bets, episode three. We have the TFM two-teamer. We got the sneak nuke. We talked through the weekend. Give me your thoughts as we start the week off. Big, big Monday. Fresh new week. Everybody starts 0-0. 0-0 mentality. That's what it's all about. Short memories from the weekend. Fresh new slate. The account's at zero. Let's go finish it in the green. Have ourselves a goddamn week, chat. And you know what they say? No better parlay than today's parlay. Thanks, guys. We'll be seeing.